What's going on? Hello. What's going Hello. on? Hello. Welcome, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going? Uh, my name is Vinay. My name is Brio. And this is the sister show. The sister show. Where we just be talking. We're talking, but with substance. Now. Amen. With purpose. Amen. Because we got the Lord now. Hallelujah. I mean, we had him, but, you know, we wasn't really using, no. utilizing our resources. No, know? at all. So now. At all. <laughs> Changed my life. Completely. 360, if you ask me. <laughs> How was your week? <sighs> you know. <laughs> oh, really? You don't say. <laughs> Woo! Um, <laughs> you know, my week was really exhausting. You know, I feel like I'd said this before, like deja vu or something. I don't know. My week was really exhausting and <laughs> really exhausting week. I don't know why. I don't know what was going down. I don't know. It was from those conferences. We went. Back to back on some weekend conferences. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's catching up on sleep or. Yeah, this you know. is probably like the first day I got to sleep in. And it's, I'm like, whoa! It's the first weekend. I'm like, ooh, I can sleep in a little later. Mm -hmm. Gotta shoot this show. But yeah, no time. No time. I'm loving the hair. Thanks! Mm -hmm. I had to go to the Dominicans. If I didn't have this headphone on, I'd be bobbing. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not going back. They did an amazing job. Very good service. Very nice ladies. I'm tender-handed. And that heat is not for me. I felt like the devil himself had them curlers <laughs> in his hand and was doing my hair. I'm like, oh, ma'am, we got the, the blow drying. It was just, it was like, Yeah, they get it bone straight. And I'm a, I'm a naturally warm person. So adding that heat onto me, I was literally like breaking out in a sweat. She said, Mommy, you okay? You all right? I'm like, yeah, she's <laughs> girl is hot. I'm like, and she kept trying to like go back in the root because I'm sweating because it's hot. And then she's trying to get it. I'm like, girl, don't even worry about it. I'm telling you, you go we're gonna be here forever. Cause <laughs> either turn out the heat or we just we want to end this. So it turned out good. I just had to retouch those roots a little bit, but Woo! Man, y'all did not warn me well enough about this. They said, yeah, she heard my mom. I'm like, yeah, get hot. No, y'all didn't warn me well enough. Y'all didn't tell me that it was going to singe my scalp. I told you it was going to be hot. No, you just said, it get hot. You ain't tell me that it was going to singe my scalp. Man, if I'm flinching. Beauty is pain. I don't need that much pain. The Lord made me naturally beautiful. I don't need all that pain. I know that's right. I don't need all that. That's a good can't do this again. Then it was sixty-seven dollars. But girl, you just cut the hair. I ain't even got that punch right now. Oh, <sighs> How much was it? Sixty-seven. Oh, that's it for just getting a trim. Yeah, trim Because a, a regular is sixty-five. I thought it was gonna be cheaper because like my hair is shorter. Because you and mine oh, have yeah. longer hair, so I was like, oh shit, okay, all right, man. You know that big little dip. She did great jobs. Like, yeah, twenty dollars. Good God, I cannot do this every week. Cause I love to do this myself. Yeah, no, it, like just the style, wash, blow dry style. Yeah, that's not bad. It's sixty five, but usually any other place they'll charge you like right. arm and leg just to cut hair. Yeah, so they she charge only charge for you, washing and drying. They only charge you two dollars for a trim. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, get yourselves your hair done at Glitz and Glamour. Glitz, if you're not tender headed. <laughs> <laughs> 
and yourself. <clears throat> if you is tender-headed like myself. Glitz and Glamour, like Newcastle, Delaware. Yes. And if you're not tender-headed, if you are, don't do it. Lovely ladies. Very nice people. Lovely Very ladies. Very good Very nice. Um, yeah. My week was alright. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't mm -hmm. really that quiet. Um, But I am blessed to say that I was able to sleep in today. Woo! Get your rest! Get your rest! Because it's been a minute. Yes. Since I had a a weekend to myself mm -hmm. to sleep in, that's good. But um, yeah, um, I started to post again on socials. Yes, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess God was just saying, like, "Hey, put it out there." Mm -hmm. You know, because some people just need encouragement words. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I put some stuff out there, and I guess people really took to it. It really helped them. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You don't even know. Like, you might think something is so small and so mm -hmm. little. Like, I don't think anybody will pay attention to that. You know, that's our flesh, though. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, your little words can mean so much to someone else. So, yeah. that's it's good to be yourself. You never know who's watching. Mm -hmm. You never know who's admiring. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, I um felt the need to just put that out there you know pray for people give them some encouraging words mm -hmm. and um yeah that's good so i guess yeah. i'll be posting more i'll be doing my tiktoks i'm just like i woke yeah. up this morning and i'm not on tiktok <laughs> i am <laughs> i'm not on tiktok so <clears throat> what are some topics we want to get into today so this week we've been studying First Samuel, mm -hmm. and where did I stop? I think I stopped at like thirty. Um, I got some good, you know, good little. I think I, think I finished. I didn't finish it. Yeah, I got it... some good little things from Sammy. Yeah, I finished one. I'm about to go into two. Hmm, where was I? Hang it. Holy Spirit, reveal it. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Uh, 27 is where I'm at. Oh, I'm almost done. Because this is, what's it, 31? 31 chapters? I believe so. Oh, yeah. 31. Oh, all right. So, yeah, we've been studying First Samuel this week. <coughs> Honestly, not intentional. We just so happen to actually be studying the same book because we are spiritually aligned. So, we had, and just naturally and spiritually started studying the same book. And I never actually read First Samuel, so... Because I wanted to know more about the background of David. And if you want to know more about David, you got to start from 1 Samuel. That's where it kind of begins. Because it comes after Ruth, you know, and she has the baby. And then it gets passed down, you know, all the generations and stuff and genealogy. And that falls into the genealogy of David. So, beginning of 1 Samuel, you know, going into, um, like, the stuff with Saul and... I found it interesting because I know in the Gospels, Jesus talked about like in those times, like now we um, we are privileged with having the Holy Spirit. But in those times, they didn't have the Holy Spirit. So God would choose who to put his spirit on. So reading into it. Yeah, they didn't have the Holy Spirit. That's why when Jesus left, he said, I'm going to send you a messenger. The messenger was the Holy Spirit. Go ahead, teacher. Oh. Keep going. Ah. <laughs> you can't do that to me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Preach. Teach me something. Oh, I thought you knew. Kind of, sort of. But, no. <laughs> but 
go ahead, say it again. But yeah, like they, I learned it from Priscilla Shire too. She went into it from the Bible study I was talking about. But like they didn't originally have the Holy Spirit. So like in First Samuel, the God put His Spirit onto First Samuel. But then when he betrayed God and, you know, all this stuff happened and the son, Jonathan, ate the honey and stuff. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, supposed yeah. to eat the honey. So God had to find another king and he used, um, good God, drawing a blank, David. Yeah, David. Yes. I don't know why I did that. You know what's crazy, though? Because, you know, the Trinity always existed, mm -hmm. even from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So it's just crazy to me that it was like. The Holy Spirit didn't come on the scene until... Till the New Testament. Till the New yeah. Testament. Yeah. I thought that was crazy, too. I didn't realize, like, that we didn't always have the luxury of the Holy Spirit until I was watching Priscilla Shire and she was explaining, like, we didn't... We... In the times where they were, we... Um, we kind of... We kind of have that draw where we want what they had in the biblical times. Like they had direct communication with God. Like they were able to, he, God revealed himself in more ways than one. And we mm -hmm. envy that. Whereas for them, they would envy that we yeah. have direct access to the Holy Spirit. They didn't have that. So in First Samuel, God put his spirit on the Samuel. When Samuel betrayed him, he took his spirit away, put an so evil spirit. Yes, sorry. Yes, Saul. Took the spirit away, put an evil spirit on Saul, and then put his spirit onto David. So his spirit left Samuel. And I was like, that's really interesting. Saul was a trip, man. Woo, that's Saul. They just couldn't get it together. And I'm like, what is wrong with... If you don't just listen. Yeah. He just allowed his flesh to take over so much. And I know you're not finished. But... No, but that's... um With you saying that, that's a representation of us. Yes. You know, we... We, we have do that. an issue. Yeah. We a lot of us have an issue with not listening to God when He's giving us simple instruction. And mm -hmm. you know, there's repercussion and there's consequences that comes with that. But that's why I love the Bible, because it's like I feel like a lot of it, over the years people have used these representatives in the Bible like they're perfect and they're the perfect representation, but they're literally us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they're literally who we are now. And they're great examples for us to use in our walks with God, because whether you realize it or not, we really relate to all these people in the Bible. So yeah. really yeah. good insight. Really good. Insight. Yeah, seriously. Mm -hmm. I mean, and because like with Saul, it was like we do now. Mm -hmm. We, instead of listening to God's word and his commands, yeah. we once again, yeah. allow our flesh to take over. And once you allow your flesh to take over, you start to allow spirits to get on you. Right. Yeah. So, like, with Saul, it started, like, he was listening, but then he had the spirit of ego and mm -hmm. pride and yep. jealousy. Yep. Like, all these spirits started to come on to him. Yep. So, yeah, he was tripping. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, his life, uh, yeah. I didn't know that, like, giants were real. Mm -hmm. Like, what they called Nephrites? Nephrites? It's something like that. They call them, like, Nephrites or something. I well, didn't really... Goliath was a giant. Yeah, he's a, but I never. There was never any context about giants. I thought it was just like, and it, they didn't really teach us the depths of it. I thought it was mm -hmm. just like you know a little bi biblical story that they teach you. You know, the small. No matter how big or small, you know, you can feed them all. You know that sort of thing. Uh, but um, yeah, I didn't realize that there were like actual giants and like how it worked. What is? I think it was like angels or spirits, and they had children with humans. 
and that's what grew giants. But yeah, I didn't know the context of like how where giants came from and how they were born and like all that, like the background of it. But really interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. But I got some revelation. I got two revelations this morning. So I think I've talked about it. So yeah, the revelations that I got from the good Lord Himself. <laughs> so I got two this morning. And I'm trying to think, because I've been getting some revelations this past week. And a lot of them have had to do with marriage and like clarification on marriage. <sighs> so much. And then, of course, I write like my letters to, I don't know who my husband is, but I'll be writing him these letters. Whoever you is, you're going to have a lot of reading. Yeah, read buddy. These letters. Um, so the first revelation, he clarified to me about your flesh being like a spacesuit when you're in space and you have to wear a spacesuit because you, your body is not going to be able to adapt to this foreign unknown place that you're about to be sent to. And, um, you need to be able to use that in order to survive this new place that you're going to. And he said the Holy Trinity is like your NASA base station. So that's the station where when you need guidance, when you need help, when you need instruction, you get in contact with them and communication with them mm. and they communicate back to you. And I was like, okay, this mm. is interesting. So he was saying like, they're the ones who guide you and they warn you about danger coming ahead. So like if there's an asteroid coming, yeah, they're able to see ahead of that where you're not able to see that. Mm. So they warn you of the danger before it occurs, before yeah, something yeah. happens. Same thing like if your oxygen is low in your suit, they mm. will get radar and be like, like, hey, your oxygen is low. You need to either fill it up or change this right, altogether. Right. If there's a puncture in your suit, they let you know, hey, there's something wrong with your suit. There's damage to your suit. You need to fix that. There's something That's wrong. Good. I was like, oh. And I've always heard the analogy of like your flesh is like a suit, but he gave emphasis on it. And I was like, oh, that's really good stuff right there. I was like, that's a really good revelation. I've never mm -hmm. heard that before because I've always heard it being compared as a suit, but I never heard it in that depth. And then comparing and relating the Holy Trinity to your NASA base station. I was like, oh. Yeah. That makes you got you sense. That's dope. Then. That's good. When it came to marriage, he was like. He's been telling me a lot of stuff about marriage, and I've been noticing a lot of things, so I don't know what's about to happen, but I can tell something's going to happen. So, he was telling me something about marriage. When it comes to, um, of course, like being in submission, as a wife, you have to be submissive to your husband. That doesn't mean you're mm -hmm. like, you do whatever he says, and da, da, da. It means that you're sub, you're under him, you're below him. And you also trust him to lead you where he's taking you. Mm -hmm. So submission and obedience go hand in hand. Right. Same way like you submit and obey to God. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. So he said when in marriage, the man takes the lead like driving. The man is the driver, the wife is the front passenger, and then the rest of the family sits in the back of the car. They sit right. behind. Right. Um as I was writing this though, he was adding stuff too. He said, This is why your spouse always comes first. The man doesn't sit in the back and the kids in the front. That's why the wife puts her husband before her children. Mm -hmm. The husband doesn't allow his wife to sit in the back, then his mother in the front. That means he put his mother before his wife. 
So he was also adding to it saying like, this is why you need to put your spouse first because nothing comes before your spouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're in a car, you don't have your kids sitting in the front and you're in the back. That yeah. means your kids are coming before. It's know. just like, okay, if you want to break it down even more, it's just like, all right, you're driving on the road and your husband's driving. He needs help. Mm-hmm. You are the helper. Right, right. Okay. Right. So you're driving on the road. He needs help with the map. He's not going to ask the kids for help. Right. Exactly. They don't know where they're going. Right. They don't know right. where they're going. So you are to provide that help for him. You're his help mate. You're right. So it makes sense. You're good. Exactly. Help me. He said that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was that? You you good. You really good. <laughs> you you added on to that, man. So yeah. And then he was like, he emphasized your spouse always comes first. He said then your GPS, that represents God. Mm-hmm. So the order is GPS, which is God, the spouse, so your husband, the wife, and then the kids okay <laughs> then the kids then if you got dogs your mom and your daddy and all that you know they all sit in the back because they come after your spouse and then they also of course come after god the husband is the leader or the driver and everyone else is trusting him to lead them in their in their destination to safety in a timely manner so as the people were trusting him to lead because we are trusting him that he knows where he's going. If he doesn't know where he's going, we're trusting that he's allowing God to lead him. And we also know that he is going to get us where we need to go safely. Then he also said God is the GPS that it, that the husband utilizes and trusts will lead him to his family and where they're going. The husband also has limited so access to what he can see. So like you said, help me, you can, him as the husband, because he's the leader, he can only look in so many places because mm-hmm, he has mm-hmm. to stay focused on where he's going and where God is leading him. So he can only really look straight. He can look back every now and then, but you don't mm-hmm. want to look back for too long because then you get caught up in that and then you lose focus. As the helpmate, you're able to look all around. You're able to see everything around you. So you might pick up something and see something yeah, ahead yeah, yeah. that the leader or the driver cannot see. So like a and lot of also you're the intercessor. So you're the right. one who's connected to the GPS. Right. Exactly. You're connected to God. Yeah. So the wife as you're the helpmate, but you're also the one who's praying for your right. husband. Yep. That's you're true. praying over him while he drives. That's true. So you're the one who's supposed to be aligned with God, the GPS. Exactly. Yes. You're supposed to be focused yes. on the GPS at all times. Yeah. Go ahead, Bree. That's true. <laughs> Holy Spirit. Because sometimes the driver, like the driver might miss something. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. as the passenger, you're able to pick some like, hey, did you did you You in the background paying right. attention? You you're, observe it. Exactly. You're able to observe deeper into it. So he said, Yeah, the driver has to remain focused and if he doesn't, the family will crash, which will you know, that's you leading your family in the wrong direction. Yeah. Which is the ultimate that's goal so is good. to not be led into a crash. Oh. I was like, Wow, this, this that's is really deep. good. That's good really stuff. good. Good stuff. Holy Spirit, he's bomb. Like, My best friend is so bomb. He's amazing. I was like, okay, so I was thinking this morning, I was like, the Holy, like, God is like, you know, he's like the nice one. He's like, yeah, you know, I love you, you know, I need you to do this and I need you to do that. And he's patient and he's kind. And then the Holy Spirit, you know, when they be in the videos and it's like what you say, but what you really say, Holy Spirit is what what God really wants to say. Like, listen here. All right. I done told you this 10 times. Did, did you not listen to me? The first? What you need to do. <laughs> so I'm looking at that. Mm-hmm. Go over here and do that. I'm like, oh, you just be keeping it. All the way a hundred. Okay. Yeah, my best friend tells me like it is. <laughs> oh, the holy straight to the point. Spirit. Okay, friend. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what he gave me this morning. That's good. Great. Great. So I mean, 
Okay, why, you, why did you get excited, bro? Because of the GPS with God. In my mind, I was thinking the same thing. That's yeah. why I got excited. Because the the wife is mm -hmm. supposed to intercede over her family. Yes, yes. She's supposed to be the intercessor. If you don't know what intercessor means, that means she's just supposed to pray. Pray deeply. She's supposed to pray deeply yes. and always be connected. She must be submitted to God. Yes. Yeah. Because if she's submitted to God and he falls off, it doesn't right. matter. Because right. you always, we always... You gotta understand when a marriage, you're you're one. You mm -hmm. die. So you're yeah. you, you you alone is you're dead. Yeah. And when you come together in a marriage, you be, you become one. You both need to stay connected to God because right. if one falls off, the other is still right a part of that right. GPS. So when you said it, it just it got me excited because it's like, oh my God, yes. Because it makes sense because you're the intercessor. Mm -hmm. So the wife is the intercessor and you have to stay submitted to God. You have to stay connected to God. So that way, when time when he can't handle it, yeah, you're still there to pray over him. And you'll find that a lot in like marriages where it's like, like I remember growing up, my mom is very, my mom has really strong discernment. So she would see things that my dad wouldn't see. And she would try to tell him in a thousand and one ways and he still wouldn't see it. So it would get to the point where my mom's like, all right, Holy Spirit, show him, reveal to him what you've shown me, show him what he cannot see. And then later, the Holy and I Spirit love would that. show him. Yeah. I love that because I think it's very important to not go to your husband with certain right, things and right. just allow God to reveal yeah. it. And sometimes people just aren't ready. You know, you got a right. receptiveness. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's so, yeah, that's, that's dope. And then That's even good. with like the GPS, I was, Priscilla was sure she was explaining with the GPS, like when you have a GPS, you don't want the GPS to tell you all the instructions in one, one moment. You, you need it to be given to you when it's time. So like when mm -hmm. the GPS tells you keep straight for 50 miles and you're driving, it's like, hmm, I didn't hear the GPS say nothing for a while. It hasn't said nothing for a while because there's no change in direction yet. Mm. It won't say something until, all right, you got to take this exit. Then you'll hear it and like, oh, where you been? I was waiting for you to say something. You didn't say nothing 50 miles back. It wasn't time for her to say nothing because there was nowhere, there was no change that needed to be done. Yeah. It's the same with, with God. A lot of times he'll speak and he'll speak and he'll speak. Go left, go right, go straight. Turn at this at this exit you might need to make a u-turn he'll tell you to make a u-turn but then there's moments where he won't say nothing at all because nothing needs to be done yet you're on mm -hmm. the right track you're where mm -hmm. you need to be so i was like oh that's that's in depth that's good that's good things that's good great things god is the gps i know that's right mm -hmm. my guided passage <clears throat> um i think one of the main topics that i want to talk about was like beauty beauty because <laughs> So, all right, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Okay. Let's be transparent oh, here. Because, all right, I know that I'm a beautiful person, mm -hmm. but I didn't know how beautiful of a person I am. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, like, I know the inside of me is like, extremely attractive. Like, you didn't know the depths of your Yeah, beauty. like... I'm I'm just out here thinking like all right I'm just a a regular chick just average I'm just average like okay yeah this is normal I'm just average I ain't really realized like I'm gorgeous yeah yeah I'm like so now I'm <laughs> yeah. so I come to find out this past week I'm like why don't men approach me <laughs> why don't men approach me I don't understand yeah so all my life I'm thinking I'm ugly yeah. Yeah. 
Because nobody, pro- and you know, the clowns. Approach. Like, it's not worth being approached. Yeah. Now. And I'm like, I want like a, I want a good looking man. I feel like I can deserve a good looking man, a good little brother. <laughs> Why am I getting these scoundrels? Sorry, y'all. And they would only, <laughs> and I would only get approached on apps. Yes. Not in person. Why not in person? Yeah. For the longest time, I'm trying to figure out what the heck is wrong with me. What's wrong with Child, me? The whole time. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Come to find out, I saw a video, and it all started revealing itself this past week. So I saw the video, and the man was like, most of the time, the reason why women, beautiful women, do not get approached is because a man is intimidated by her beauty. Mm. And I had to sit in that, and I said, wait a minute, Jesus. So that's also what I was told, and also because I look 10. Yeah, I look younger than what I am, too. I look 5. If I don't wear eyebrows, <coughs> I look 3. So a lot of times they think that I'm younger than I really am. Like, no, sir, I promise, I'm not 15, I'm 21, about to be 22. I promise you, I'm a lady. Yeah. I just, I just think it's crazy. Like, this whole entire time... I'm like, all right, I'm 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 just an average chick. So I felt like I had to be with, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. someone below my your standards. standards. Call a thing a thing. Someone below your standards. Yes. So I yes. felt like I had to be with someone below my standards. I you felt like settle. I had to accept certain things because... Yeah, we settled. Yes. And I'm sitting here like, bro, you trying to tell me this whole time I'm gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> And please, I need y'all to have this, hear my heart. And when I say this, that I'm gorgeous. For a long time, your girl did not know this. And it's not me being conceited. That's me realizing who I am. But you know, the Bible said beauty is fleeting. Mm -hmm. So I need you to understand, not only am I gorgeous on the outside, I'm gorgeous on the inside as well. And that's something I had to I had to learn for myself. Like we're beautiful people. Like honestly and truly, real, we're like drop dead gorgeous women. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know either. I didn't know. I'm just and when we were here, like, oh, you guys are so beautiful. Yeah. I'm thanks. like, oh, thanks. And I was really getting that this week. Like this, like one of the kids I watched, yes. she was like, you're like really gorgeous. Like you are the definition of gorgeous. I'm like, girl, don't do that. Someone said the same thing to me. I was like. Thanks. I don't know. They, so apparently there was a bunch of dudes at my job that were talking about all the women oh. in the building. Like the oh. prettiest, baddest okay. chicks yeah. in the building. Yeah. I was honored to be on this <laughs> to be on this list. I was so honored. And then like there there was an there there was a white lady at my job who was like, There's a gorgeous black woman. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that like I received that, y'all. Yeah. I received that for a long time because and we didn't. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't accept it because I didn't see it for yeah. one. But I'm like, oh my god, like I'm bomb, yo. Yeah. We are bomb chicks. Yeah. I know that now. <laughs> I'm walking on an NFL field, <laughs> and I'm gonna look all of you in the face and say, excuse me, I'm gorgeous. I mean, I wasn't going to say that. I was just going to walk and then, you know, you decide no, to No, 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 no. Because they're intimidated by us. I'm not about to make an announcement. <laughs> That's the thing. So so then it made me think of, do I need to be a Ruth? Because Ruth went after Boaz. 
Now the Lord confirmed to me I ain't got to do That's that. That's what I said too. I'm yeah. like, I feel like I shouldn't have to do that. I don't uh-huh. want to do that. He confirmed I'm not this. a Ruth. I don't want to be a Ruth. I don't want to look in the field. <clears throat> no, he confirmed. Not, he said, I'm, I'm going to bring him to you. I'm not saying it like that. I'm saying sometimes a man can't really um, take a hint. Oh, yeah. So maybe like, hello. Oh, I'm over here. Ada. You know what I mean? But not actually like, hey, you, me, tonight. Let's go. Ma'am, you're intimidating. Miniature golfing. Now that's intimidation. <laughs> miniature golfing. Put, put. First Let's of go. all, I think miniature golfing. You want the red one or the blue one? <laughs> I, I, be, I think miniature golfing. I love miniature golf. Has to be one of the best first dates someone could ever go it's on. It's so fun. Because you, it's not like serious competition. Yeah. You're able to talk. You're able to get to know one another. And it's just a cute little, and I love golf. So... But, I would I, do top golf. Yes, I we do. do. We should go to top golf. I was about to say because I've never been. and I really want to go. I go. I probably. Oh suck. my gosh, we should definitely go. I'll probably suck too, and that's okay. But we should do that. I want to do that. We. We should do a me and greet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. That not God yet. said no. Not yet. God just said no. That ain't Peter. Going a little too far. We're only on episode five. <laughs> but I do want to. Um, like, I like fun dates like that. that. Like, yeah. I'm like, like arcade. Because I'm competitive. Yes. And I like to be silly and competitive. Like, yeah, I beat your butt. Yeah. Like, I want to do that. But also, like, I don't want to go on a date with a guy that I'm interviewing. We're learning about that. You don't date mm, till you get married. Yeah, that's true. So, I need to know who you are in a certain setting. I feel like the most I'll do as far as, like, a date is, like, a picnic date, but with God. Like, let's do a little date with the Lord. Let's go out. <gasps> that would be and, so stinking like, cute. Yeah. I would do that. I have another question. Okay. Are Christian chicks lame? Absolutely not. I am not lame. I'm not lame. I know that. I am not lame. But, okay, not lame. Weird. Are Christian no. chicks weird? I've noticed, like, a real evolution just on TikTok with, like... There's just just really beautiful women of God. Yes. Like for so long, it was like, oh, if you're a woman of God, like you're nerdy or you're not cute or society doesn't see you as beautiful. But I've seen like, including us, like just really beautiful women of Mm -hmm. God and are not ashamed of the gospel or not ashamed to talk about God. And they baddies. They are baddies for Jesus. We the baddest baddies for Jesus. And we love God. And it's just something different when you actually are real and passionate about God. When people can really Mm -hmm. see, like, oh, you're not joking. Oh, you're really serious about this. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think Christian women, I think real, like, real Christian women, because you have your lukewarms, you have your ones that ain't, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Call the thing a thing. You have your lukewarms. You have your ones that go to church out of tradition. Mm. They go to church for seat fillers. They go to church just to say they go to church. Go to church to see if they're going to find a man in church. But you also have your women that are actually in church because they need to be in church because they know the Lord. They walking with God for real. You know what I mean? So I Mm -hmm. think there's a difference with that, too. It depends on how real you are with God, how real you are in that thing. Yeah. But I don't think real Christian women are lame or weird. I don't either. I think, I think the right kind of Christian woman. That's what I'm saying, the real ones. Right. The ones that's really out here 
following God's will. Like you actually just really read the word. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some can go very deep into it. Yes, yes, and, yes, and yes. like cut out society altogether, which I honestly think that's probably best for all of us. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so, just because it's, I feel like it's important to know. You got to know who your opponent is before you mm-hmm. attack it. Yeah. So true. I'm like, I don't want to just be oblivious to the world and yeah. not know what I'm attacking. Same. He's told me that over and over again as far as Satan. Satan knows how to attack us because he, he reads his opponent. You yeah. don't go into war and just go out into the battlefield and just start shooting. You yeah. got to be trained. You got to know the language. You got to know the weapons. What did Tim say? Uh, he's a part of the world. Yeah, he lives in the world, but he's not a part of yeah, it. Yeah, he lives yeah. in it, but he's not a part of yeah. it. So that's, like, that's where he, he gave like me that revelation. Like, you can't fight your your opponent. You don't even know your, your opponent. You got to know your opponent's strengths and their weaknesses. So it's important for me to know what's going on in the world so I know what I'm fighting. So I know what what is attacking me and I know how to fight it. Yeah. You know. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Um, I do I do feel like, I think Christian women are bomb. Um, yeah. I'm going to just be honest. I don't think we're weird. I don't no. think we're lame. I think we're, we are different. On purpose. On purpose. Yeah. And we choose to live by Christ and his, yeah. and his rules, like, period. I'm not. By his morals and his values. Yeah. By what he wants. As a believer, you want what he wants. You believe what he believes. In Proverbs, what is it? Proverbs 6, it explains, what is it? The six six and seven things that God hates. I studied that. He said, I want you to know exactly what it is I hate. Because I fell into the lines of some of the things that he hates. Let's all flip to Proverbs 6. This is in the NIV translation. Praise the Lord. When you have it, say amen. Amen. Oh, I don't have it. <laughs> oh, I'm guess I was right to it. Proverbs. <laughs> okay. So Proverbs 6. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes. I did not know what haughty meant. I had to do a little research, and I got one of them strong dictionaries, you know, them big old Webster dictionaries. And haughty means pride or proud. So haughty eyes are like a proud look. So somebody that's filled with themselves or have a prideful spirit. Um, A lying tongue. If you are a liar, liar, pants on fire, the Lord hates that. He had to get me on that. Hands that shed innocent blood. If you know, you know. A heart that devises wicked schemes. Feet that are quick to rush into evil. A false witness who pours out lies. And a person who stirs up conflict in the community. So if you're somebody who's gossiping about people. Or if you're somebody that's spreading gossip and spreading rumors about people. Yeah, the Lord Mm. don't like that. In fact, not only does he not like it, he hates it. And also, Proverbs 8 Verse now that was Proverbs six verse sixteen through nineteen. Proverbs eight verse thirteen says, "To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior, and perverse speech." Basically, concluding that everything that the Lord hates, if I'm a believer in the Lord and a believer in Christ, I too also have to hate those things. So, as a Christian woman, I'm just speaking for women because I'm not a man. I don't have penis. I'm sorry, but as a Christian woman, there's just certain things that. I have to be able to align myself with based on what God says. If he says he hates this, and I've always been somebody that I've never liked prideful people, especially when it comes to like dating and guys, I've been approached by prideful dudes and you have those dudes that are fine and then they know they fine. Mm. And I'm like, I've like, that really irks me. And so I mean, you should know you're fine to a certain extent, but you you should should not be confident in yourself. Absolutely. You shouldn't be conceited about it. Full of yourself is gross. 
It's yeah. really gross. It's the arrogance. It's really eternal. Oh, yeah, the arrogance. Oh, it disgusts me. I can't do it either. I know. But yeah, as a woman in Christ, there's just certain certain things you have to align with based on God's standards and what he says. Yeah, I, um, I just, you know, have been sitting in that this week like, mm -hmm. wow, we, we really are gorgeous women. Yeah, and, I was in um, acne and just had my hair done, feeling good, got my little dress on, my little jean jacket, my little sandals, just do my toesies to match my nails. And I'm like, but I would see the dudes look, mm -hmm. they would look. Yeah. And then they would try to act like they weren't looking. Yeah. And then I'd notice them turn around and look again. I'm like, sir, do you have something to say? Just speak. But when I was leaving, I felt like God was saying, I told them not, like, I was telling them not to do anything. Like, they knew better not to approach you because it yeah. would stir you in the wrong direction. Because he's already told me, like, my husband will know who I am. He will approach me and know yeah, exactly I, who I am. But I also feel like God, he hides us. Mm-hmm. So out of protection, out of protection, yeah. he's gonna hide us until the right yeah one comes. So over. I'm hidden, husband. I'm until hidden. Seek and find me. I think I'm hidden. I hope I'm hidden. Uh, Please hide, hide and seek. Please hide. I know me. I'm hidden. I'm not here playing hide and seek except I'm not seeking. But I I just realized I'm like wow like don't be intimidated. No, and we're really nice people. I promise you. Don't be intimidated. But not just for us. I'm talking about women in general. Oh, yeah. In general. Don't be intimidated, black man. Yeah. All or men. Or all men. Sorry. division. All men. All men. I, I, I'm a firm believer on black love. I'm sorry. She just loves black men. I love black men. I love black all men. men. But, you know, don't be intimidated, all men. If you see somebody... <laughs> ask God first because you could miss your chance you could that person that you're so mm -hmm. intimidated by could be that person but yeah. because you allow your flesh to put fear on you and intimidation mm -hmm. you, you might lose that chance you go to God ask now that don't mean guys. blow up nobody's DMs and start <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Because they be getting a little excited. Be like, well, since you said this, no. First, I said it in person. Don't be blowing up nobody's DM. I'm telling you, if I don't know you, I'm not going to answer you. She better not, because I'm going to get on if she do, because she be answering random folks sometimes. Don't be blowing like, up people's love, DMs. Love, love, Speak in person. Speak in person. Speak yeah. in person. Yeah, it was, it was a, 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 a someone that messaged me, <laughs> and they were like, oh, Oh hey, you! I knew you looked familiar. I saw you months ago at Battery Park with your son. That was crazy. And I'm like, young man, how do you remember me? I'm, like, I'm sure your intentions were good, and Timmy, and that was a little specific and a little scary. creepy. But I have to give him props because go ahead and tell me I'm unforgettable without telling me I'm unforgettable. <laughs> And it's a little creepy. It was creepy because I was like, "Why do you?" So that was months ago. That took my son to the park. Not even that, but like, it? I just he was saying like, "I saw you and your son." I'm just thinking about Carter. That was my thing. I'm like, "Wait, sir, like, hold on now." I is one thing with you, but he yeah. kept saying your son, and that you, that's where my concern got a little I don't, like, "Wait, no, he, there was no ill intentions in what he was saying." I, no, no, I, I truly believe that. Yeah. Um. Cause he was there with a child as well. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> I just think he was like extremely honest. Yeah, and that he just went into depth. It was I'm just saying like safety. Like, I'm like, hold on, sir. What are we talking about here? 
Yeah, it was kind of like, I'm like, wow, you remember all that? But I'm like, why didn't you say hello? Why didn't you say anything? You could have just said hello at the park. Why are you messaging me months later? Oh, man. So, yeah, I, I personally think that if you see something, say something. I think, too, like you said, intimidation. I'm still working on that RBF. Because I've had that for so long, out of protection. Resting B face. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Excuse me? RBF is resting B face. Come on now. I'm, I'm a Twitch with a B. Help Twitch me. with a B. <laughs> Help me. We didn't have Twitch that. Twitch with a B. <laughs> I'm a millennial. I'm still, like, I'm I still have that, RBF? like, like What's I'm that? not somebody that's walking around cheesing and smiling. Praise the Lord. No. I, I still I have either. that, like, protective, like, try to. please don't approach me if you want some crap. And I think also just spiritually, like, people usually get nervous to talk to me because it's like because the same thing with like my mom my mom has a very strong discerning spirit and people can see that so a lot of times people will get nervous to talk to her or intimidated because they know that she's not about mess so i get that a lot when people be like oh i thought you were like intimidating i'm like no i'm actually really nice and i like to be kind and respectful to people you know yeah so don't be intimidated say some words you never know what your words might do what in the struggle? My head, my head bumps my head. <laughs> I, I agree though. I, I have the same exact look. Mm-hmm. I'm trying so hard to you like... You have it bad. I do. And then also like sometimes the way you talk. <laughs> it sometimes sounds like you have an attitude with people. <laughs> and I know you don't. I blame my mother. <laughs> I blame She's my like, mother. Mm-hmm, yeah, and let me get that. <gasps> and I'm like, ooh. That is my mother! <laughs> Like, she's like, yeah, no, I don't want... Like, she does that all. And I'm just like, yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I know. She's so... I'm like, uh, listen, I, I'm, th- I'm 31 years old. I know what I want, okay? <laughs> no, I don't want to, like... No, like, like... And I know she's not being, like, intentionally trying to be rude. But, like, her approach... <laughs> It's like night and day. I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. She's like, now, let me... Uh-uh. You see that? Yeah, I want that. <laughs> but... I want them wings extra, extra crispy. And then my mom and daddy cheering on. Yeah, that's right. You tell them extra crispy. Listen. <laughs> listen. All right. I have learned. <laughs> certain situations, you need to be a certain. No, yeah. Certain situations, yes. Yeah. But I'm nice to them. I give them great tips. <laughs> I compliment them. God knows my heart dad going. I'm like, wow, you okay? <laughs> oh, that is my mother all the way. <laughs> yeah, I um I definitely have a bad I'm trying really hard to Yeah. I'm really yeah. trying hard to just yeah. show that on the outside. Because that's how I feel on the inside. Yeah. But I don't realize it that yeah. I don't. I just I'm, I, like, I'm focused. When, you know, I'm blind. I can barely see half the time. So yeah. like, <laughs> I'd be so drill focused, so I'm not thinking about anything else. Yeah. And then I'm like, mm, mm, mm. I'm like, baby, I'm paying attention on me running in the sun or tripping. <laughs> I am focused on where I need focus. to go. Let me stay focused. So, yeah, I just. I'm, We're still working on it. We're still working. It's okay. It's but okay. I'm a really lovely person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just be cracking me up. You are too. <laughs> You're a lovely person. I just. Thanks. But yeah, I'm like if you if you like something, ask God first. Absolutely. Yeah. But approach her. Yeah. 
Someone else did that to me. It was a long time ago. They saw me, and then like two seconds later, they DM me. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Who does that? <laughs> you just literally saw me. Why would you do that? I, I just... don't ask you for your like Instagram and stuff before your phone number. I'm like, sir, <laughs> newsflash, I'm going to let you know now. I don't have Instagram, so I can't give you a Instagram handle when I don't have it. Mm-hmm. And I don't just give my number to everybody. Yeah, you know we ain't doing that. But I, uh, I was Mm. maybe you should open up that door not phone number instagram i mean i have it now i don't use it and yeah, if I anything know. i was trying to deactivate because i deleted it but you do have a tiktok i do give me your tiktok yeah it's my tiktok again <laughs> it's but because i'm saying no what i'm what i mean by you know we have to investigate period mm-hmm so, where are we going to investigate? Yeah. Social. I mean, I have it, but I was trying to delete it because it's not, I don't like, I'm I was lying. just using it just to get on I'm there. I know who you are, who you be around, what I you be talking post. about when you online, how you, you know, portray yourself to the public. Absolutely. Yeah. I search you up real quick. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I am a P.I. I search you up real quick. I am a P.I. for sure. Definitely. And if I can't find you. You ain't real. And the Lord will reveal everything that I need to see. Mm-hmm. Tell me the truth now. Forever hold your peace. So help you, God. The, the, I'm going to be I'm gonna be real. I'm going to be real. <laughs> Tell it. So, this past week, two different men DM'd me. Mm-hmm. One, I knew right off the bat he was a catfish. Mm-hmm. First of all, the man was gorgeous. And I confirmed it. You confirmed it too. But also, he, it just wasn't, it just didn't seem real to me. It just didn't. So, I'm calling a catfish, brah. So, I said something crazy to him and he just stopped talking to me. Not like crazy in a, in a like a, a ignorant way. I just made a weird statement to make him run. I forget what I said. No, 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 no. Okay, because I'll pull it up. No, no, no. The second guy, he seemed a little bit more real. But then, um, Holy Spirit said, go ahead and investigate, sis. Mm. Couldn't find him anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And then when I looked at his followers, it literally was two thousands of women. Yeesh. So you're trying to tell me Yeesh. you don't have no male friends? Mm. It wasn't even like he followed a lot of famous people. Mm. It was literally all women. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. You a catfish. Mm. And he was like, why would you say that? I said, because you are. Mm. My spirit told me. Yeah, well. And that ended very quickly. There you go. But I'm just saying, like, God will reveal because I am aligned with my God to my daddy. And I seek him first. So in everything I do, I even ask God, you want me to talk to him? Mm -hmm. You want me to say something? All right, I'll see it. Mm -hmm. But I call counterfeit from the jump. On yeah. both of them, I call yeah. counterfeit. Because you ain't for me. I know it. Yeah. But <laughs> maybe, and I also say this, I'm like, well, maybe in that moment, my position wasn't for you to be with me, but maybe I needed to give something to you. Hmm. So that's how I look at it. When someone contacts me, it's not always about having a relationship or starting something. No, maybe you could actually provide them a little bit of God. 
Because at the end of the day, some people don't know who Jesus is. Some yeah. people don't know anything. And you are the closest thing to Jesus that they will ever encounter. Mm-hmm. So I look at it as if I can give you a message from God, then I did my work. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be me being with you or anything right, like that. Right. So a lot of times I do that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that's over. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, that that was like a day. Yeah, <laughs> it literally was like two yeah. days tops yeah. that I did that, and it was like, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for confirming things for me like that. Yeah, don't waste my time. He's amazing. Oh. Sometimes he reveals stuff quickly. Do you have any other topics, sister? Um, temptation was another one mm. because I was reading First Samuel as well, mm-hmm. and um. I was heavy on Saul. First of all, Samuel was bomb. Let, let's just say that. Sammy. Samuel was bomb. He literally, like, followed God at all. I didn't know he was a prophet. Yeah, he was a prophet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm also, like, trying to get into more of to see, like, the prophets of the Bible. And not just the the major ones, but the minor ones as well. Yeah, really don't. You know the majors like Joseph, Joey, Isaiah. <laughs> um. Oh, by the way, if you if you didn't know, uh, do not fear. Don't or don't be afraid. Whatever whichever version Bible that you read out of, but do not fear. It is in the Bible, three hundred and sixty five times there are 365 days in a year literally god placed in this book a do not fear scripture every day of the year mm. let's insane. just sit on that for That's a insane. second let that marinate like let's just chicken. sit on that bro let's marinate you can't tell me this ain't real That's intense literally every day of the year he gave you a word for you not to fear and to trust in him. Mm. That's insane. He's so good. Oh, anyway, so um, he is the boss. I was uh, I really got heavy on the after one of their battles, and if you don't know, Jonathan was Saul's son. See, I'm not a big person when it comes to like wars and battles and stuff. So I was getting confused. All these ites and men and knights and Israelites and heaven knights and knights and knights. So the revelation God gave me was, um, right now, he is calling for certain people to serve him. Mm-hmm. And it's to the point now that he is literally tugging on you. So if you feel a strong sensation to follow him right now, he's literally giving you your draft papers. Mm-hmm. So he is calling up an army. He's calling up his soldiers mm-hmm. to serve the kingdom, mm-hmm. to protect the kingdom, to go out there and fight for the kingdom. Yep. So if you feel some kind of strong urge or sensation to get right with God, baby, you just got your draft papers. Yeah. And just like when that draft happened years ago for the war, no one had a choice. You had to go. You yeah. you didn't have to say. Yeah. So. Right now, he's literally giving us draft papers to follow him. Mm. So he's like, pack your bags. Come on. Let's go dig deeper. We got to pitch our tent. We got things to do. 
he's saying enlarge your tent. What's that? Um, I want to say it's Isaiah 59. Isaiah. Come on, Holy Spirit. Give it to me. Enlarge your tent. Lengthen your cords. Oh, 54. Oh, cool. That's in the right book. All right. All right. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We're still learning. So, uh, Isaiah 54, 2. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Yeah, strengthen your stakes up there. So basically dig deeper. So, Isaiah 54, 2. There you go. It seems so much longer. Yeah. Wow. They usually do. Wow. That's deep. Anyway, so yeah, like enlarge your tent, meaning enlarge your space with God. And a lot of times right now we're shallow. We're in the shallow, so we need to enlarge it. So I just feel like right now he is calling people to come to him, to enlarge their tent, to lengthen their cords, stretch wide in him. Mm -hmm. To strengthen your stakes means dig deeper within him, mm -hmm. fast. Pray more. Get in your word more. Like he's literally calling up an army, a new generation. And so when I see books about battles and armies, it just draws me back to what he gave me. Because it's like, we literally <clears throat> are his servants. We're his soldiers. Like It's crazy. Ever since you told me that, he showed me too. Like every time I'm like, dang, she told me that too. I'm telling you, Brandon. like, it's... When I say God is literally working on something... And you can tell because the people, like, everyone that we see now, like, just watching, like, Tim Ross and, like, I've been watching um, the Know For Sure podcast with B. Simone and Yeah. Megan, none of these people were doing this. No. And then when we get into it, all this is just, it's just unraveling. starting to come out. Look at, look at her. Everybody at the what's, same time. What's her real name? Not Black like, China. What's her real name? Angela? Angela. Look at Angela. Yeah. A lot of revel revelation with that. There was a lot of things <clears throat> being revealed from that. But I'm like, <clears throat> y'all, yeah. this is real. Yeah. And he's calling people like, nah, it's time. Yeah. Because we got stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. He's pulling in his people. He's like, y'all gonna have to fight. And get out all this witchcraft that they done fed you. All that zodiac size. That is witchcraft. Yeah. That is not in the Bible. Throw that sage away, baby. That's all that sage. sage. You What are you burning sage in the house for? You bringing demons into your house. That's witchcraft, baby. You are opening doors for demons to come into your home. Masturbation. Porn. It's, it's demonic. You're opening portals. Everybody. You are opening portals that you don't even realize you're doing. That's why sex is a spiritual connection. Soul tie, yep. Yep. Because you're inviting that spirit in here. When you, when you allow sex in and you're not in a covenant with your spouse, you allow the devil to control it. Mm-hmm. Because God's not in that. Yeah. So when you are having sex outside of marriage, you have let the the enemy control it. He's yeah. in control of that. Yeah. And that's why nothing good comes from that. Yeah. 
That's why you feel confusion at mm-hmm. times. That's why it's like you end up having kids. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you ain't married. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So yeah. I don't think people realize how spiritually <clears throat> in depth sex rape is. <sighs> Not at all. So yeah, uh, in in First Samuel, one of the battles. I want to say it's um chapter fourteen. It goes really into it. Yeah, chapter fourteen. Uh, it starts at. Chapter 14, verse 24, where Jonathan eats the honey. Oh, yeah. But when we really go into depth about this, because God gave a command to all the soldiers after this battle that they were to not eat. Mm-hmm. So Sam will just, he comes across this honeycomb and he says, I'm going to dip myself in this honeycomb Jonathan. and just get a, a little bit of honey. Yes. So by this little tiny bit of honey, which as I see it as temptation. Mm-hmm. He then in return had his whole entire army that was with him mm-hmm. eat. Okay. So they all, and at first they were questioning like, yo, why are you eating? We're not supposed to be eating. You know, that's, that's what we got. Saul said, don't eat because he got that from the Lord. Don't eat. Mm-hmm. And he basically was like, it's all right. I mean, it's a little bit of honey. Am I going now? Come on. And so it turned out that because of that one small temptation and sin that Jonathan created, the whole entire army sinned. Yeah. And back then, in the Old Testament times, um, even though God said don't eat right now, back then in the Old Testament times, you were not supposed to eat any meat that still had blood in it. Mm-hmm. And they was going all in. They was eating whatever they could find. Yeah. Because, you know, they had a huge battle. They was hungry, whatever. But the thing that I got from this message was we so much allow our flesh to take over us. And we so much allow one temptation to turn into a sin that we can't go back from. Mm. And then once you allow that sin to come in, you allow all those spirits to come with it. So your spirit of shame, your spirit of fear, your spirit of just feeling like you're not enough or worthy. Like Mm. there's so many things that tack onto you committing one sin and we don't realize that. Wow. That's deep. Yeah. It's funny you talk about temptation. I was trying to, um, cause I love to read and I had seen like some Christian, like Christian based romance books. And I was like, Hmm, I wonder if I can find some more. And so I was looking at some recommendations and there was this one book. Now, the cover of on the website versus the cover on Apple Books was completely different. The book was called Resisting Temptation, and it was a Christian-based like romance novel. When I looked on the website of the recommendations, it was a nice little picture, you know, a little white couple, you know, they just young and love trying to be, you know, not trying to fall into temptation. When I looked at the Apple Books, that was giving lust and deep, deep. Lust and man didn't have no shirt. The girl was like on his like on his mm. neck, and even the description of the book was different from the website than Apple Books. And it was the same author. It was wow. the same book. The cover was different. The description was different. Like two completely different things. I was like, what in the world is going? What is this? And then when I looked further, because there was other books, and it was like a series, mm-hmm. and they're all like that, <gasps> and that like all lustful, like pornographic, like mm. pictures. I was like, wait a second. 
Just, just don't look right. I wonder if the author even knows. I don't know. I don't know. Because hmm. I couldn't find, like... Because sometimes you'll see different covers, like on Apple Books and stuff. But... And it was all, like, narrated books. Like, you couldn't read them. They were all, like, narrated audio books. That's so I said, crazy. Oh, I don't want no parts of that. That's, so that's funny you talk about crazy. Temptation. That was just last night. Yes! That's funny you talk about Temptation. When yes! I was like, this is weird. I'm like, yo, man, we got to really, really, really stay discerning God's word and what he says. Because... At any point in time, yeah, temptation will come at you, bro. And those attacks are when you know you're getting closer mm-hmm. to where you're supposed to be. Because mm-hmm. now you got the enemy scared. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she getting a little too close. I gotta. He sends those distractions and those attacks to keep you from going straight and keep you from where you're supposed to go. Because he knows you're getting closer to God. He knows you're getting closer to your purpose and to your calling. Yeah. Stay on task. Stay on task, bro. Stay don't don't derail from where he Stay is going focused. to bring you. Like Stay alert. Stay spiritually alert. Mm-hmm. Very true. <clears throat> but yeah, so I, I sat in there and I was just like, yo, this is yeah. this is real. Yeah. And it's not like it's not a popular mm-hmm. story that people go to in the Bible. I never read it. But I mean it just stood out to me because I was like, wow. Like I was reading. I was just like, okay. Because I knew, I was like, I know God wants me to read this book. What am I supposed to be getting out of this book? And I'm like, oh, I'm getting some stuff out of this. Swammy. Seriously. I'm getting some stuff out of here. And even Saul, like, yo, Saul, his life ended tragically because it just. He just couldn't get with it. And that's another part of temptation and allowing your flesh to lead you. It gets to the point where when you allow the enemy to come into your life, some serious spears can come onto you. And I really need y'all to hear this because this is the issue and this is the problem that we have right now that's going on. And it's like younger and younger people are, are committing suicide. And if you don't know, Saul committed suicide. Yes. So there are a lot of people right now in the world who feel like there's nowhere to go. There's no hope. And it's because you literally allow sin to rule you. Yeah. You allow the enemy to control you. Yeah. And once you allow him to control you, he's going to let his little friends torment your mind. If you do not stay aligned with God's word, it's going to throw you off. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Because it's not. This lifestyle is not. Oh. It's the hardest thing I've ever had to do. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard. Yeah. Because we're faced with temptations every single day. But the the amount of peace you have serving God. And you're not doing it alone. No, you can't do it alone. You can't I'm just do it sorry. Alone. You have God with you. That's the only way that makes it easier. For me, speaking for myself, that's the only thing that makes this easier is because I have him. If I didn't have him. Man, right. I'm destroyed. I am destroyed. And I'm to the point like I really have just been sitting in prayer in my devotion time where I'm just I'm just thankful 
Shoot. I'm not asking for anything. Yeah. And it's been like that for a, for a second now. It's like, Lord, I don't even I don't even want you to do anything for me right now. I I'm content with where I am, and I'm just thankful that I have you. And I'm sitting on that, and I'm I worship Him right now because I'm like, yo, I could have been so far off. I could have been somewhere else, somewhere like really lost and losing it. And I I, I just have to say I'm I'm thankful for just who you are. Mm-hmm. For who you are, I just, I'm, I just thank you. Yeah. Just good stuff. I just sit in that, man. I'm like, I don't want anything <clears throat> from you because I have all that I need. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. There are moments where I do think like, oh, I wish I had this. I wish I had that. Yeah. But when I'm really sitting in my devotion time with him, yeah, that. And please understand me, when you sit in it with God, it's it's all about your posture. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, it's your heart. Yeah. Your heart has to really be in the right place yeah. with God. And it can be. If you truly want it, it can. But your heart has to be there. So if you're questioning things, I mean, we question things all the time. Mm. But if you're truly questioning who God is to you, you got to get your heart right. Mm. You gotta get your posture right when you're when you're in your devotion time with him, when you're praying to him, and when you're speaking to him. And I mean, I have real behind conversations. Like this ain't like oh no, I'm literally it, <laughs> I'm talking to myself. It feels like I'm talking to myself, but I know I'm not. Like, yeah. but I'm having full conversations with you. Hey yo, bro, I don't think I like this right now. Let me be honest with you, but I love you. I be thanking him, and I'm like, all right, Lord. So I need for the day. And it's not like, oh, I need money or I need a car. No. Or, it's like, I need wisdom today. I need mm-hmm. revelation. I need Discernment, clarification yeah. about this. What were you trying to tell me here? Were yeah. You, you know, and you always thank him first. I learned that from Miles Monroe. You always thank him first. Thank him for what he's already done, what he's about to do and what he's given you mm-hmm. and what he's provided. And then you go into, you know, your intercession and your prayer and all that kind of stuff. Um but yeah. I've learned to not take those moments for granted mm-hmm. and to appreciate those moments. Just taking that time to just be with God. Because I started, like, because it's, you know, the weather's getting hot. And I started going into my parents' office and I used my mom's desk. And I like it because there's no distractions. Yeah. And I'm just kind of in there, turn on the lights. Mm-hmm. And just in the words, studying it. I had seen this uh tiktok this girl she's a prophet and god has been revealing a lot of um warning about something that is supposed to come that's more intense than covid and she was explaining how it's really important that we as believers start reading our bible and make sure that you actually have a actual bible not just a Bible downloaded on your device. She was like, you actually need to have a Bible because there's going to come a point where they are going to confiscate Bibles and we are going to be in dire need of that time with God more than ever before. So I take that very seriously now when it comes to like those that time with God. Like I prefer having my actual Bible more than my device. I just have my device if I'm going to like 
a lot of times the Bible study because the pastor uses different translations and I want to make sure I'm staying aligned. But when it comes to actually studying and reading my Bible, I have my NIV Bible. I have my parallel Bible, which if you don't know what that is, it's like uh, different translations of the Bible in one whole Bible. And then I have like my dictionary, my Strong's dictionary and um, my notebook and stuff. So it's very important. Like if you don't have those moments with God now, start doing that now and actually invest in an actual Bible because and invest your time invest your time you take the time to do anything else you take the time to make plans with that guy make plans with that girl go see your parents go see this friend go hook up with this person Mm -hmm. but you don't put that time with god you have to be able to put him first and prioritize him first and invest that time that that intimate personal time with him Mm -hmm. first those those are the best moments I've ever had as far as a relationship has been with God. The things that he's shown me, the things that he's told me, the things that he's still working in me. It's the best moments I've ever had in my life with anybody intimately. Yeah. So <clears throat> they got a little deep. But, you know, it's just <laughs> all in all, it's just really important to take that time with him. Mm-hmm. Take that time with your Bible. Read his word. Even if you don't understand it, ask him for understanding. He will give you the understanding. Yeah. Even if you don't know where to start, he'll tell you where to start. He'll show you where you need to start. Show you. He'll give you all of that. Just being able to understand and utilize your resource and not seek him for his hand. Seek him for his heart. Seek him for who he actually is. When you seek him and to seek his kingdom, he has no problem giving you everything that he wants you to have. Mm-hmm. He has no problem giving your desires and the wants and des- things that you need. But you seek him first. When you seek him, he gives you everything that you want and need. That's why I love Matthew six thirty three. Seek the kingdom, <laughs> and everything will be given unto you. Oh, that scripture. <laughs> yeah, um, I I one hundred percent agree with you. Like even Carter, he knows. Like you about to read your Bible? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's quiet time. Yeah. it's devotional yeah. time. I tell my parents, I'm like, all right, I'll be back. I'm gonna go talk to the yes. Lord. <laughs> but even me and him, I started to um have him read the word more. Like right mm-hmm. now, I took Tim's Tim's doing Proverbs with his sons. Tim Ross oh, yeah, doing yeah, Proverbs yeah. with yeah. his sons. And I thought that would be a great thing to do with Carter. Yeah. So we started reading Proverbs. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do prayer, you know, when yeah. he goes to bed. That's good. But um, I'm really like, it's important that I have that time with God. Like mm-hmm. I need that for myself to stay aligned with his <clears throat> word. I need that. And I found when I... When it was like the last week of school and I was finishing up and I was like not able to really take time with God because I was trying to finish stuff for school. And I found when I wasn't doing that, I found myself slowly getting back to that dark place again, slowly getting insecure again, slowly comparing myself, slowly getting in that dark space. And I said, oh, Lord, I got to get up. I got to read my word. I'm getting back to that. So I found when you fall off, you fall right back into it. So it's. Whether you realize it or not, that stuff is literally right there. The minute there, what is that? Oh, what is that scripture? I can't think of that scripture. When it says the devil is crouching at your door. So when you start falling off the word. It's Genesis, ain't it? Some, I forget where it is. But when you're falling off that word, he's crou- He's literally waiting for you for that one moment, that one opportunity for you to fall off. So that way he can get right back into what he was doing. Like, all right. Get back to business. Get back to what I was doing. I did not want that to happen. Yeah. So I said, good God, I got to get back into my word because yeah. I felt that happening again. So, yes, it's very crucial. Um, you saying your word? Got to read your Bible. Got to read your Bible. Read your Bible. And I found the Bible is really fun. Like when 
I be watching. Nah, I know I be watching my TikToks, but they be telling the stories like like real tea. Like man, when that dude did this, right? That did, I'm like, I never heard the Bible. Like I got the read. Like, <laughs> love and hip hop could never. Real housewives cannot touch this. Yeah, it's some real stuff I mean, in here. It's and it's really crazy. It's crazy how everything in the Bible literally relates to life right like now. Like right now, literally like, right now. Everything. Have y'all ever read Songs of Solomon or Child. Songs of Song? When I read songs, when I tell you I had to stop because I thought lust was coming back. I said, "Lord, if you don't send me my husband, woo, that book puts porn to shame." Porn <laughs> <laughs> said, "No breasts is like clusters." <laughs> what he said to Giselle's? Yes. I was, <laughs> there was there was a there was a video somebody read it and then they like drew out the words oh my god it was so funny it was Whoa. so funny but good god and this is in the bible and nobody talks about this he was like let me taste your i was like that's a good god you want to read your book. neck is strong yeah and then he described that's how i knew she was black because they described her and i said oh she was a black woman well when like her he, skin was dark when he said your neck is strong i was like does he mean like your neck game is Girl, strong i don't <laughs> i said you want to read an erotica you oh. read songs of solomon and it is not a long book so you can finish it in yeah. a few minutes you want to read an erotica book? Pull out songs. I Solomon. question my singleness. <laughs> I said, "Oh I said, my gosh!" I said, "Yeah." I'm like Shakespeare can never. The wordplay. I, I question being single. So yeah, the Bible's a really it's a really cool book actually, and the stories really aren't as long as you may think they are. They're and really it's not. so many messages that you can get off just one little one scripture can mean oh oh it's it's i don't i don't have a favorite scripture though because i love so many my favorite story is the story of moses ever since i was a kid see (laughs) i mean i love like mm, let's see ephesians is a good book that i like I hated Ephesians because I hated Ephesians 6 because my mother burned it in my brain. That's right, mother. Proverbs. <laughs> I hated Ephesians 1 Corinthians. 6. I love 1 Corinthians because it's made, it's big on love. And that is like my thing. I love love. I like those books. Areas. Like 1 Corinthians, Philippians, and all that. Romans because they fall into like the things that we are dealing with now. Yeah. They give you that the wisdom that you need, the mm-hmm. reassurance you need. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. I love um, Matthew 6.33. And um, my favorite story is the Book of Moses because as a kid I thought that was pretty cool that he could split a whole Red Sea. I think that was pretty fancy. I love Proverbs thirty one. <laughs> like you gotta love that. Oh yeah, Proverbs thirty one. Because that is like how, us as women. That I feel like that is who we should be. I love. Okay, this <laughs> this is how I know. I said, Lord, I'm gonna need my Boaz to know how to cook. Did you know that a man like in, a man of God is actually supposed to cook? Shoot, Dawn Skippy. And society has been like, oh, the woman's the only one that cooks. Oh, yeah. And the Bible's like, no, the man cooks. Oh, like, yeah. you could, multiple situations the man would cook in the Bible. I've been lied to. Mm-hmm. You better know how to cook. God knows my heart <laughs> and my desire. He better know. Because <laughs> I've, every guy I've dated, none of them cooked or knew how to cook. And I'm like, I don't 
want to be in a position where I have to cook all, all the, time. the time. I love cooking. I, I love the kitchen. It. That's going to be my place. Just letting you know, wherever you are, husband, that's going to be my safe haven. It's my kitchen and my outdoor porch because I'm going to be reading the word outside. But that's I, my place. I love it. I love to cook until I feel like it becomes a requirement. Sure. Yeah, a chore. Then I lose the desire to do yourself. it. Like, Get your chicken and cookies. Although, if my man is working late or something and he hasn't, I'm going to be the type to wake up in the middle of the night because I don't sleep. I'm going to be the type to wake up in the middle of the night and go downstairs and intercede while cooking him food. Uh, I was going to be like, you want to order something? I'm sure McDonald's is okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, w- I will probably fix him a meal for the next day if he's like too tired to work or something. I'd be that one that like makes and lunch I, yeah. one of my ways of like love one of my love languages is acts of service mm-hmm, so i love mm-hmm. to cater and serve to the people that i love so i would definitely be that wife that like makes his lunch make sure you know he's good yes. he's taken care of like you know? make sure his clothes is already set oh, out for him i ain't ironing no clothes i, ain't I don't know about trust that. me the man that's gonna love me i don't know about ironing I don't know about that. steam I was about to say, maybe a steam steam steamer, there. but... Yeah, you can steam it. Whatever. Don't have your man go out here... Wrinkled. <laughs> ...with no crackle, crackle fried <laughs> pants. Have some creases in your pants. Better, you better make him look right. I don't know. He yeah, representation to you. They gonna look at you sideways like, mm, that's how your wife that. sent you out this house? I'm not gonna lie. I don't even iron my own stuff, so... It's just not a habit that I was able to pick up. I need so a new steamer. But I make sure you fit. I make sure you warm and you're comfortable and you're taking care of. Make sure your laundry clean. I might not clean your laundry. I'm so sorry. I don't even like doing my own laundry. Oh, I hate doing laundry. Oh no, <laughs> I I hire someone to do. laundry. I think too, because like with mom, like mom did do dad's laundry, and then all of a sudden she stopped. So for me, the longest I always saw my dad do his own laundry, my mom do her laundry. So it's like I don't. I didn't get that example of like, oh, the wife does the laundry. You I know? pay. I pay people to do the laundry. I'm not doing that. I can't. I'm dying domestic. I'm not domestic. And I'm hiring a cleaning person. I yeah. I feel like I do love I'm cleaning when I'm in the mood, but I would definitely like hire somebody to do like the tidying. Yeah, like you I know? mean, you should you should make sure your house is straight. Yeah, but that deep clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hiring somebody. I, I got I got too much to do. Everybody needs a little money. I'll hire you. Yeah, I'll hire people. Get you a profit. Because I don't feel like it. Especially if you married with children, with babies, with kids who make a mess all the time and don't even care. And I would love about it. I would love to homeschool my kids. So, like, if I'm going to homeschool kids and cook, yeah, somebody's going to have to come around here. (laughs) Somebody's going to have to do that. I don't know. I'm still kind of like, I don't know what I'll do if, if I'll do, like, School or homeschool? Because I'm like, I'm picking up them kids from the car line. <laughs> I don't mind. Like, I don't, I, I think it's always a thing that I would consider, like, homeschooling. I think I would send my kids on to school. I'm like, look, I need a break. Y'all got to have to go to school. <laughs> Y'all got to go to school. That's what activities are for. Y'all got to have to go to school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have the little activities. They're going to do their little sports and their little gymnastics and stuff. And y'all probably gonna have to go to school. I mean, if y'all to get out this house, because I'll probably be home, like doing like our things, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm like, yeah, y'all. Gonna mm-hmm. I got things to do. I'm gonna ask you something. Okay. This is just off the top of my head, right? Okay. Now. 
say you were interviewing. Oh boy. Okay. What are the first three questions you would ask them? Um, hands down, are you a man of God? That would be inevitable. Mm-hmm. And what is your relationship with God right now? Um, what are you doing for God? Like, though, like within that aspect, definitely God. Um, what are your thoughts on marriage? Because I want to see, like, do you have a worldly view of marriage mm. or a godly view of marriage? That's what is so your good. full thoughts on that? Um, and I think storage shit like where are you financially because yes. i definitely know for a fact the lord is working on me I'm, i've improved tremendously as far as spending but i still have a lot of work to do and one of the things i asked the lord is like i have a husband where i teach him and he also teaches me so i want to be in a vulnerable space with somebody that i trust and i feel safe with where i can come to him about something like finances mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. understanding of it i think that's beautiful yeah i would have never said that no <laughs> last I think, year i think no seriously Nothing. i think that's beautiful because society will have you think like oh no you're not mm-hmm. supposed to discuss that kind of stuff right like no why would you that's, that's one of the biggest one of my top questions marriage. that's one of my top questions yeah where are you and i'm not talking about how much money you got what kind of house you got? Do you have a house? What kind of car you got? How many? Like, no. Like, how are you financially? What is your stewardship like? Because if I'm going to marry you and you're leading me, I have to make sure that you're leading our family in the right place financially. Yeah. If you're yeah. leading us into a rut, brother, we got a problem. We're going to have a problem. And we need to discuss this problem. And I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I know. That kind of stress. And that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that leads to divorce in marriages is finances. Communication, finance, and sex. Yeah. So we need to make sure these money right. Yeah, I I agree that that is one of my top. Like, of course, my top is. Um, um, do you have a relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Praise the Lord. Um, tell me your story. Mm, okay. I want to know. I want to know you. I want to know. I feel like I'll get that over time. You know what I mean? So I, I don't. For me, I don't want that right away. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'll get the little pieces and everything. And before you know it, the book will all come together. You know I what see. I'm and, and in me, I'm like, uh, a true man of God, a man that follows Christ, is is that vulnerability is, yeah. is nothing. Yeah, like, they're not ashamed to they're tell their story. They're not ashamed to tell their story. Yeah. They're not ashamed to be vulnerable. And you that's, learn about that in the book. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh. So, yeah, like, they're not ashamed to be vulnerable and share that side with you. So if I can see you're able to be vulnerable with me in yeah. that moment. And that goes a long way in marriage. Mm-hmm. If you don't open up to me now, you're not going to open up to me later. Exactly. And that was in the book, uh, King, the uh, Shining Armor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about, like, armor. the different, like, red flags. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Like, if they if can't they don't really, open up. if they don't open up to you about yeah. their story, that's yeah. a red flag. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, that that will probably be that's the good. main thing I would ask about. Financial stability, mm-hmm. stewardship. I'm definitely asking that. Oh, uh, yeah. She's a business thinker. So she's definitely going to ask that. I'm definitely asking yeah. that. And it doesn't it doesn't mean, like, you have to be in a certain place in life right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we're always learning new things mm-hmm. and we're always growing to improve ourselves. So yeah. as long as you have a set 
mindset and mm-hmm. are moving in the right direction and are doing the right things to set your money up. Yeah. I'm looking at that. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because that that is a stress to me. Like if oh, yeah. if you don't know how to store your money properly, if yeah. you just out here spinning and you ain't got nothing left, that is scary to me. Yeah, no, I'm gonna need you to keep me straight, sir. And I got to back out ASAP. Mm-hmm. Um and then also your vision. Hmm. Your vision and your your um your values, your morals, like what, what you know family legacy like those are things of course i need to see a vision like what do you what do you what do you want to do with your life mm-hmm. please note vision and morals and values are separate yeah yeah vision can change mm. from year to year mm. my vision right now is just following what god says yeah walking in the purpose he has mm. me that's good it's your value should stay the same it's good family i i believe in legacy i want to have something carried over for my kids my children 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 like i want to have a legacy yeah um god prayer like those are values that i want in my household being generous that's mm-hmm. that's something that i'm really big on because mm-hmm. i want to help people mm-hmm. so those are things that i see but your vision let me see what that is right now. And does it align with my vision? Hmm. Wow. That's true. Because when you get married, like, they say, like, you you change, like, every seven years. So mm-hmm. you're kind of being married to a new person. So it's always that check-in of, like, okay, where's your head at right now? Mm-hmm. Are we alive? Or some off and we need to figure this out? That's really good. Yeah. I never thought about that vision being different. More values say that's good stuff. Yeah, that's good. I'm learning. I'm proud of you. I'm, 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 taking, I'm taking all of this. I've been reading a lot. Been studying a lot. I'm getting this. Like, all right, come I'm on. Learning. <laughs> well, I think this was a good episode. Very I, insightful. I think so too. I think we went over a lot. Yeah, we've been, we've been going for a couple. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and I have to pee. So <laughs> it's been a good episode y'all hope y'all took something from this episode hopefully y'all yeah. learned something yeah I pray yeah. that you um I pray mm-hmm. that you position your heart in the right space for God to reach that's good that's good I'm shut this yeah, that's what we pray for. It's our prayer. And don't be tempted. And don't be tempted. No don't temptation. be tempted, y'all. It ain't worth it. So yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Hopefully you enjoyed this video. Yeah, you know, do your usual awesome. like, subscribe, all that crap. We know. Yeah, and, yeah, and we'll pass it on to someone else. Pass this on. I guess that's what share means. Yes, share, share. When the Lord tells you to, yes, share. Pass it on to someone else that you feel like could use it. Yeah. You know. But yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. Yeah. My mind. Hi. Better you, better us. Better you, better me, better us. We'll see you guys next week. See y'all. Love you. Think of my vibe. Love you guys. Okay. Go. Uh, action. <laughs> Click. Man, this stuff is real. What? Get down. <laughs> Chewy. Chewy. Get down. <laughs> the cat.
Get all right, all right. He's getting excited. Get down now. Stop. Chili. Hi, animals. Chili, calm down. <clears throat> I okay. didn't know the context of that. Yeah. You know? Not chewy. Don't feed into it. Just ignore him. I know, but he's so cute. You know I feel good animals. Hey, buddy. <sighs> if I swear. Hey, You got down so quick. Get down. Go upstairs. Oh, not you, Siri. Nothing. No. No, not you. No. Not talking to you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody's talking to you. Nobody's talking to you. Nobody's talking to you. Nobody's talking to you. But yeah. <laughs>